Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. In our last session, we finished chapter 9, where Peter had prayed, and the Lord had raised Tabitha in Joppa, had raised her from the dead. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord, and he stated this being Peter, and he stayed in Joppa for many days with one Simon, a tanner. So we're ready to read chapter 10. So I'm going to continue on from here. This is chapter 10, verse 1. At Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. About the ninth hour of the day he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. When the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among those who attended him, and having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. You know, we need to stop for a moment and realize that Cornelius, he is a centurion and a part of the Italian cohort, but he is a devout man who believes in God. Hmm. It doesn't say clearly whether he is a Jew or not, and he may not be. He could be a Gentile, but he still believes in God. It doesn't clearly say yet, so let's just continue on. I'm just thinking. It just struck me um, that Cornelius is a Roman, a Roman centurion, regardless. Okay. So Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time, What God has made clean do not call common or unclean. This happened three times, and the thing was taken up at once to heaven. Now while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision that he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. And while Peter was pondering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Rise and go down and accompany them without hesitation, for I have sent them. And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one you are looking for. 
what is the reason for your coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man, who is well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. So he invited them in to be his guests. The next day he rose and went away with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. And on the following day they entered Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I too am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. You notice Peter's like, Whoa, don't be worshipping me. You know, I'm just a guy too. You know, I mean, that's, that's the way we need to always remember. We don't want people, you know, worshipping us or in any way. We just don't want that kind of thing. Um, I know some people may really enjoy being in the spotlight and enjoy being, you know, up front and, and, and speaking to groups of people and enjoy that interaction. And it's okay if you're good at that and you enjoy doing that. That's fine as long as you're not, you know, trying to make it so that it's all about you and you're being worshipped, you know. Which I, I don't think that would be a problem for for most of us, but especially in this day and age. But nonetheless, it's it's good to see that Peter's like, whoa, no, don't be worshiping me. Just just stand up. I'm, I'm a man too. All right. So, <clears throat> and as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. And he said to them, you yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked then why you sent for me. So Cornelius is a Gentile. He is not. He is not a Jew. And he uh, is of, they say he's of the Italian cohort. So he may have very well been a true Roman, an, an Italian. I guess I said true Roman and Italian. Well, if you if you get the gist, the Roman, see the Roman Empire was big, and they had a as they conquered and 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 sort of absorbed nations, um, that a lot of these people would actually either be conscripted or would be evil evil uh, even be able to join the Roman um, army. So the Roman army could have people from many different um, countries or nations or backgrounds. All right, so just in case you didn't know that, I, I assume most of you would know that. But nonetheless, um, <clears throat> so, but, but Cornelius was actually, sounds like he was actually from Italy, so that's why I said a true Roman. He was really, you know, an Italian. All right, so, um, all right. So this is Peter. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked then why you sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago about this hour, I was praying in my house at the ninth hour. And the ninth hour would be about 3 p.m. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon a tanner by the sea. 
So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now therefore we are all here in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. So, verse 34. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is the Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. So, Jesus rose from the dead, he had his body, he did eat and drink with them, which of course we read some of that back earlier in the book of Acts, but <clears throat> just, I apologize for that, just, uh, just, you know, making sure we notice this. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of all sins through his name. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word, and the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days. That is the end of chapter 10. But it is well worth noting that they actually had the Holy Spirit poured out on them before they were even baptized. And so Peter's like, hey, they need to be baptized, you know, because they would not be saved without being baptized. But, um, we know that that's part of but this is um amazing that that happened that the holy spirit fell on them and it's because they were receptive to it i'm sure you know their hearts were in the right place this man had been a devout follower of god anyway even as a gentile before he had heard and believed this whole gospel so um, though Peter does say that, let's see, um, Peter does say that you yourselves know what happened. So they did know of it. Maybe they didn't know all the details. Maybe they didn't know everything they needed to know. And that's why Peter was brought to them so that they could be taught what they needed to know. So... And then, of course, like I said, you know, Peter's like, hey, we can anyone withhold water? We, because they've received the Holy Spirit just as we have. And 
you know, he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus because that's what we have to do. That is, that is how we are saved, and that's what we have to do always. Make sure that we are baptized. That is the act of faith that is required of us when we believe. All right, that is the end of chapter 10. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.